hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. You're what's good, folks. I appreciate you for tuning in to another episode of this a podcast. This is the show where I, Mech Show, sit down with some of the most talented, hardworking, forward thinking individuals that I know across all kinds of different industries. Um, I know people in music, arts, sciences, business. Um, I like to sit down with these people and just uh, get a really good understanding of how they got so good at what they do, how they maintain um, their skills, not even just maintain, but also improve upon their skills in their career and in their personal lives. Um, A little bit more about me. I am a content creator and I also run a family business uh, full time. Uh, Those are the two things that I do literally seven days a week. Um, 24 hours a day. So within that, I like to talk about a lot of business building, um, personal development, growth, things like that. Uh, So that's usually the scope or the frame of the conversation. But, you know, these things tend to go anywhere. Uh, As a content creator, I produce this podcast. I also produce a few other podcasts that you can find on itsnation.com and not just podcasts, web shows. We got something for everybody, man. If you're into sports, we got Sporty Life TV, web series hosted by my homies, Surgeon Theo Kona, who are uh, football coaches at John F. Kennedy High School. We also have a podcast called The Final Third, hosted by my boy Phil Nana, who is also a head coach, but at uh, Montgomery College, he coaches the uh, he's the head coach of the women's soccer team there. We also got the Bounce Back podcast, hosted by my girl Maylee Smittig. She is a yoga instructor, and her podcast is all about using yoga as a tool for um, resiliency and bouncing back. So she's talking to yoga instructors. She's talking to yogis. She's even talking to just everyday people who are committed to the yoga lifestyle. So that's dope. We got Live from the Back Seat hosted by my girl, Simone Mitchum, um, another talented individual on the team. So yeah, man, we got a whole bunch of things going on on itsnation.com. So definitely check that out. And also, if you, yes, you listening are interested in starting a podcast or have had ideas for a podcast but don't know where to start, uh, reach out to me, man. I'm always down to help people get their thing off the ground. Um, This is a podcast at gmail.com. You can hit me there and we can, you know what I'm saying, definitely get the wheels in motion for all that. But um, yeah. Definitely after this podcast, you know what I'm saying, listen to this first, and then go ahead and step on over to isnation.com and see what else we got going on over there. On this episode, I got Natasha Rowe on tap. She's on Instagram at Rowe the Realtor. That's Rowe, R-O-W-E. And as her name would indicate, she is a realtor out in Atlanta, Georgia. And while I was out there, she took the time to sit down with me uh, for this podcast and with Tim. Shout out to Tim for orchestrating this joint for sure. But this conversation was extremely fun for me um, because I don't know so much about real estate, but in my head, I definitely fuck with real estate on the um definitely on the investment side of things. And it was cool to sit down with her and just to get a little bit more knowledge on the industry um, from her end um, as a realtor and how she views like customer client care, how she views content within that industry. And we don't just talk about real estate stuff too. I feel like she's also on the same like 
success trajectory that I like to think that I'm on. So we really get to talking about um, some of the books that she's into uh, her. She gives me a little bit about her like daily routine, how she, you know, what I'm saying tries to maximize her days, all types of things that I love learning about from people who are uh, just like really grinding and getting it. And I think she definitely fits that bill. So, uh, yeah, man, like, let's just get into this conversation. Got my new homie, Natasha Rowe, on tap today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Awesome. Yeah, I'm also out here with Tim, We the Fifth. Yep. Yeah, I'm man. always here, you know? Yeah. When you how, come to how, 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 how are you guys doing? First of all, Natasha, welcome to the show. I appreciate you for taking the time to do this. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, we're out here in Atlanta. Um, they just had the Super Bowl out here. I'm interested in knowing, has the Super Bowl affected y'all's week at all? Like being yeah. ATLians, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I'm considered an ATLian just yet, but you, live I'm here. starting to morph. But you know what I mean. I'm not a true <laughs> ATLian, right? But um, I don't know. The Super Bowl has been fun. I've never been in an environment like this or an environment that's having a Super Bowl. I've never been in that type of space, so it was just dope seeing what they did with all of the buildings and just all of the um different festivities and shit going on mm-hmm. like that. So it was a good time. It was always something to do. Shit was free for a change. For guys, so I mean that shit was pretty cool. That's funny. Yeah. On my end, it's been booming as far as like work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you have people coming in and traveling, trying to get rentals. Straight up. Straight <laughs> so up. everyone was on it. Yeah. Um, the company I'm with, Norman and Associates, mm-hmm. actually one of our um colleagues, they actually housed the rental for um P Diddy. Oh nice. So that was Damn, pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so Diddy's dope. out here and you know where he is, just in case. <laughs> just in case you wouldn't know. But um let's take a, a step back real quick. Um let people know who you are and what you do. Like the real quick short yeah. notes version of who you are, what you do and how you got to where, where you I'm are at. today. Gotcha. Yeah. Um so I'm a realtor okay. here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um I serve basically all of Atlanta. I'm not targeted in just one area. I don't wanna turn any clients down um, because, you know, if they're in a certain area. Um, I start off with Keller Williams. Mm-hmm. Well, to back up, my father is a broker. So I kind of grew up looking at houses, oh, okay. showing houses nice. and properties with him. Yeah, yeah that's dope. And Going I love like his, open houses as a kid type shit? Yeah, he didn't really do much open houses, but whenever he had clients that you know, needed to look around um, West Midtown or any areas out, out there, I would just ride along. Mm-hmm. To this day, he has some clients that still ask about me. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Um, so I just grew up in that environment. I loved his lifestyle compared to my mom's. She's more corporate. What does she do? My mom um, is a senior claims okay. analyst for insurance. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. So um, that's kind of how I got into it. I asked him, you know, how I get in. So I went to like a 75-hour course passed a, or finished a course and then I took um, a course exam. Mm-hmm. After the exam, I took a state exam and then got my license. And then um, from there, I joined Keller Williams mm-hmm. in Woodstock. Did that for about a year or so. And then I just ventured off um, with a new company, Norman and Associates. Nice. Yeah. And how, I guess, what was the appeal of realty for you? Like, how did you, Like, how did it become the thing that you wanted to do? Lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. My father, he was always there. Like, if I needed him to be there with me or if we want to do something, he oh, was able to. Because real estate gave him that freedom, yeah, freedom of time. Freedom. That's right. so, so important he, to me. Yeah. He was yeah. able to maneuver the way he wanted yeah. to, basically. Mm-hmm. So. 
And you seeing that, that's probably why you were like, man, I got to get the hell up out of here. So you're <laughs> like, you know up. what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, this is like not that. the way to go. Right. Yeah, not for me. It. I can um, feel it. But on top of that, like, I love houses. Mm-hmm. I love decor. And um, I did leasing. I was a, a leasing consultant for property management in um, Douglasville. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a little while. And that kind of, like, opened the doors a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, I went into banking, but I'm like, nah, this isn't yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, what, how did you get into banking? Because um, I don't know if we mentioned it, but Tim put me on to you. So like, mm-hmm. but y'all met each other at BOA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, how did you, uh, Tim, I'm kind of interested knowing too, like how Dog, you got into banking. I just banking applied. Too. It wasn't like, it wasn't anything <laughs> need crazy. Need a job. I came to Georgia. I needed a job. Yeah. I applied. Um, she had came like maybe, I probably was working there for what, like a year a now? Year, yeah. And then she had came and then. It's a bunch of bozos, weirdos in there. <laughs> and she just happened to be like one of the coolest people. So yeah. we ended up, you know what I'm saying, linking, becoming friends and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, we used to always be in there talking about how it's hell and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And how we're going to leave, how we can't wait to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Her ass really got the fuck up out of here. Like she really <laughs> said, fuck the work one day. Right. You know what I'm saying? She was like, nah, I really need to, you know what I'm saying, take that leap of faith. Straight up. And she did it like, yeah so I like expected. Mm-hmm. what i would ask you natasha is how did you find your way into banking and then like what was i guess the final straw that kind of just made you be like all right i'm out of here ironically i leased an apartment to someone that was a manager at wells fargo mm-hmm. um we became acquainted and rivals. then aren't they rivals with <laughs> yeah <know>. pretty <laughs> much <laughs> look any major bank yeah right <laughs> straight up um but um that opened the door he basically solidified my position there so i got the job at wells fargo i was a personal banker there which is way different from what i did at bank of america yeah. are those uh, those people that was signing people up for uh yes that wasn't me no it was her you was one of those people that was like hey you, you want to sign up for a new account you want to sign up for Basically, a new account yeah. no, they be down your throat with that mm-hmm. shit man open accounts like, credit I'm cards okay. because okay. of the incentive man you're trying to no i get it i get it i get it I guess like every per, every one person that you don't ask is somebody that is just, just an automatic no. Right. So that's <laughs> yeah, what it is. It's only a no if they tell you no. Exactly. They don't tell you no. And I mean, it's kind of that way with, I guess, real estate too, no? Yeah. Or am I, am I off? No, no, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just I enjoy doing this. Okay, yeah. That's facts. You know? that's, that will make a difference. You <laughs> I know what enjoy saying? it, yeah. yeah. So I guess, oh yeah, so continue with your story. Like how, I guess, what was the quote unquote final straw or like what was the, the straw that like whether the it was an epiphany back. or like what was it that was it like was okay just, like I'm done here it was one of those things where you wake up every morning and you're like what excuse do I have today <laughs> right straight up like did straight I, up like, straight up at the job we would have like I guess like sticking vacation time. Oh, I used all that. If you woke up and you just felt like you didn't want to go to work, it was yeah. like you're looking for any reason not yeah. to go to work. Yeah. So that's exactly. kind of what the environment is like. I ran yeah. out of that time too. Yeah, I just, Facts. I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I every day waking up and like, dang, I just I can't do this yeah. no more. So I guess we're, knowing we're, that you're working for pennies and I'm, on the I was dollar, already you know licensed I mean? by that time. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, so like, what was your next steps? Right, like, so steps basically into? I just had to buckle down and um, come with a plan, mm-hmm. you know, say, all right, how much money do I need to make to survive? Mm-hmm. Come with that plan, just break it down by, you know, how many people do I need to contact a day as far as if they're interested to sell or, or um, purchase a home? And then it's just it's just like banking in a sense as far as like how to get clients. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to market yourself and things like that. But yeah, I just took a leap of faith and I'm like, I trust 
that yeah. God got me. Straight up. There's a reason you why. Always say that. Too. He always says, but he always does. That. I always tell yeah. myself like God will never put me in a situation exactly. that I can't like, that you can't, can't handle. survive in or can't handle. Right. And I just feel like it was time. I'm like I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do it. And like they didn't believe me for the longest. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like She's right. okay. So wait, what, what was Tim? I guess what was your first like impressions on? I guess. Showing up to work and seeing Natasha was a dirty boy and like oh Sherry no I was mad like because yeah. we used to be like hanging yeah, out yeah, there yeah. Like leave me you know by myself <laughs> like, I mean I had like other friends that yeah, I'm yeah. still hanging out with to this day but my reaction was like damn okay she dipped which is good and then at the same time I'm like okay she took that leap of faith mm-hmm. that make me want to do the same thing exactly. for real I kind of want to go back a little bit like what was your childhood like like when you were a child mm-hmm. what did you think you were gonna be when you grew up like when you would think consciously of like oh i realistically see myself being this as an adult what was that um i thought i was gonna be a dancer really yeah were you into dance Mm -hmm. okay i was on the step team at my high school so that kind of really pushed me to want to do that are you from here i'm originally from connecticut but i've yeah i grew up here in cobb county and powder springs okay um from powder springs we moved to mableton so wait was it step team by choice or was it like you didn't make the cheerleading squad and then you had to go to the step (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm not gonna front she was relegated to the sometimes that happens some girls really want to dance and they don't want to cheer so they'll be like no but i think i think cheering is less of dance than it no for sure for sure when you really want to dance you go to like palms or step you know what i'm saying like, that's real yeah that's real. but the thing is i did try out for cheerleading i had a friend and she was a great cheerleader mm-hmm. and she's like i'm gonna help you we're gonna you know mm. try out do the audition thing and when i got there i realized it wasn't for me oh, okay yeah. they're like you need a smile and i'm like how can i smile when i'm trying to concentrate straight, on my move straight up. <laughs> right straight up. you yeah, know like rigorous. i have yeah so yeah so no so um what were your grades like were you were you a good student yeah, yeah. um a b honor roll oh okay yeah my dad would give me a hundred for every a my parents would be on that bribe shit yeah like, 50, <laughs> you get 50 up. for b's and then nothing for c's yeah yeah i was getting so, no type of money well, what no kind of student were you i feel like i never knew i was a fucking i would say i was a c student yeah I'll keep it a thousand with you <laughs> And what really got my, what really made me get my act together as far as like school, I remember to this day, like I came home with bad grades and my uncle, he took all of my pair of shoes besides some all white Air Force Ones. He was like, all right, you want to be the cool kid? You want to be the fresh guy? (laughs) I'm taking all your shoes. All you can wear these white, all you can wear are these white Air Force Ones. So I'm like, damn, man, that shit kind of hurt. Like I even shed a tear because I couldn't fight him. He's military, my uncle, and I respect him. So I'm not going to fight you or anything like that. Right, so I was like, damn, man, all I can do is sit here and cry or I can get my act together, get my grades right. So I mean, that's kind of what made me like, I guess sharpen up Get my grades, but I was never really like a AB student. You never really had, you never mind. just cared to be. Maybe like, you know what it was? I think I was until about like seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Seventh, eighth grade, that's when I kind of. Yeah, I was big started on focusing grades. On other things, I was big on grades early, but it was because my parents, I just always knew my parents cared. But I had a lot of friends whose parents just didn't care. And Facts. I was just like, I'm not one of those kids. You know what I'm saying? I have to care about this type of shit. But um, I'm, I'm interested in the real estate thing, but I'm interested in the sense that I know nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I also, like, I want to know. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I would ask you, like, when you're dealing with people what are some of the common things that you see that people are like people misunderstand about like what you can do for them yeah you know what i mean or why you might why they might need you 
Um, a lot of times people will say, oh, I'm looking for a $300,000 house, but have never gotten a pre-approval. Mm-hmm. So step one, whenever you are doing house hunting, you would more than likely find a realtor. We will connect you with a lender if you don't already have a lender that you're working with, mm-hmm. whether it's a bank or a small mortgage company. And then they have to look at your um, credit, your debt to income ratio, income, um, and all those type of things to kind of put together a number. Yeah. Not to mention how much you're actually wanting to spend on um, your monthly mortgage. The biggest misconception that a lot of people do is like go to Zillow or Trulia mm. and use that calculator. Are those straight up. Okay, right. Yeah. Straight up. And realtors despise and that. And is that because well, it's why? not really taking into account of like your credit and things like that? Credit. If you, what type of balance do you have with your income and right, debt? Right, right, right. You know, like all those things play a factor. Kind of like calling for insurance. It's kind of like they're giving you a quote almost. But then once they actually they don't know like about you, you right? It's like it's, yeah. and then a lot of times like those even like with those like it'll say oh this house is available let's see how much the mortgage would be a lot of times those systems aren't updated. Oh, okay, so the price. So it's like in, it's going to be inaccurate, you yeah, know. Yeah. So um, I would say that's one thing, and then not to mention people aren't educated or know how to negotiate terms. Yeah. So that's like my biggest job to help my client. One, to look around the house, um, see, you know, if it is within a good range, perhaps like, um, so if you have a house and then it sold for 200,000, mm-hmm. but this house, they're trying to sell it for 300,000, like we have to do comps. We yeah. sit there and compare each house. And that's and part of like, is, is that part of the um, appraisal? No. So okay. appraisers do that. Mm-hmm. But my job before that step with the appraisal mm-hmm. is to compare. Like I'll take a few houses within a mile of each other, mm-hmm. see what they sold for. I'm comparing number of bedrooms, bathrooms, if they have a basement, if Just it's finished. Just to see if this number is even like updated. Okay. ballpark. Like yeah. is this even reasonable? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Because a lot of times, you know, sellers... That's their pride and joy. They're like, what no, my house is, is worth this. What I would say is like, if I walked into a house, I would not be able to price it. Like, just like, oh, okay, you say this 300,000? I wouldn't know. Like, yeah, if that's that's right. Right. that you comes with like looking at the market. Straight I guess, up, yeah. Like yeah. Saying. I do have a question as well. So um, as far as like them rebuilding like the Beltline area and all of like the gentrification and shit like that, how has that affected you, if any? Or is that like out of your price range? You're going for like the mansions and shit like that. It's not even that. Like I don't turn anyone down. Um, okay. Okay. But like for your question, you mean like pricing or is yeah, it like pricing? Like, do you feel away? like a lot of people? Do you feel like you're getting like a lot of, I guess, clients that are looking for homes in that area since they know that they're about to build it up because of the stadium and Beltline? Or right. So a lot of people think they could get good deals in those Mm. areas right now, Mm. but it's so competitive. There isn't a such thing as like a good. Okay. Like you're not going to pay something that's below the value of what what it's worth at that time. Um, The hot spot right now is like that Midtown, West Midtown area. Okay. Yeah. And it's like a lot of condos out there. We were looking at um, some two bedroom condoms going condos. I say condoms. <laughs> two bedroom condoms. Two bedroom condos going for about 400 to 420,000. Um, oh. And they're like not lasting on the market that long. And it's kind of weird because um, the market is about to change. It's about to switch a little bit into like more of a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. But in some areas, like it's what's not, that mortgage like on like a four hundred thousand 
You like, gotta talk like to twenty five. I'm gonna refer you to a lender. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I never talk lending, numbers. I don't yeah. never want to give you no, nobody like a wrong, yeah, wrong feel, number yeah. because you know? it's a bunch of different variables. Yeah, so yeah, I feel, yeah. yeah. Why would you say that that midtown area is like hot right now? Like, what's what's happening? They're not less on the market right now. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that are being developed. So whenever you have new developments in areas, mm-hmm. that's going to rise or increase the market. So the people that are there are wanting to sell because they've gotten that equity in that home or they can sell it for way more than what they bought it for. And then you have people that are attracted to that area as well. So it's like just going, they're like selling like hotcakes in a sense. I've always wondered too, like how do you get better at something like being a realtor? Like how do you, like I guess, like how do you get better at something like that? Like where do you go to like increase your, increase your knowledge or your mm-hmm. skills and like stuff like that? Um, me personally, well, I have certain people that I do follow on social media mm-hmm. that I see that are very successful. Mm-hmm. So I'll look at what they do to be become successful and try mm-hmm. to market whether yeah. it's a way that they market. Um, another thing that is always um, offered for realtors, and we actually have to complete a certain amount of um, hours for continued education. So like seminars or certain classes straight up, straight up. Um, that'll be held by FMLS and yeah. things like that. Um, and then not only that, but whatever brokerage you're with, more than likely they're gonna have some type of education classes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have team <clears throat> meetings every Wednesday and it's always something new going on. Mm-hmm. Everything is changing. Um, so yeah, so it's just one of those things. It's kind of like you learn as you go. Yeah. I was just about to say that. And I would, I would imagine that like, like you just said, you would learn as you go. Like, and that leads me to my next question. Um, how was it doing like your first showing? Like, were you nervous? Do you remember? Oh, like, were you oh, fucking yeah. up? Like, that's real. you know what I mean? Cause that's kind of like performing almost. Oh, low key. You're meeting up with somebody that you really don't know. You mm-hmm. have to take them to a house. Like, did you go and inspect the house? Did you already visit the house before you took the person there? Or how did that go? Like, um, my very first time was actually with someone very close to me. Okay. So I wasn't I feel like, no, no, think about it. That's how all religions yeah. probably start with like so somebody close to the family. So more than likely, they say you're going to first, and we call it like a sphere. You're first going to help people that are closest to you, people mm-hmm. that you know. And then usually the referrals start coming in from there. Got you. Um, okay. Unless you do like cold calling or market mm-hmm. and like just, you know, inbox people or message people. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine, it was fun for was me. Fun. Yeah. Okay, no, no, wait. Let me ask you this. No, nah, but that's lit. I feel I like I want to know somebody <laughs> that she didn't know first. Yeah. But no, you can you can go. You can okay, continue with I this. Have so some, you can continue I have with this. I someone that didn't know. Okay. That was still fun. Um, because our personalities really matched. Mm-hmm. Like they were just cool, down to earth. Okay. I understand what they wanted. You so know? it was kind of easy because yeah. they were easy to talk to and easy to y'all were vibing already. So. Right. But I have had a situation where I have a client where they get attached to a home. Mm-hmm. And because the market is very competitive right now, we missed out on the house maybe because someone offered a better offer than us. Mm-hmm. And I had to really like talk to them like, hey, you know, yes, I know you really like this house, mm-hmm. but there's there's probably going to be something more, that's better. Right. You, you know? probably can save some money. Right. Exactly. So. Okay. That's yeah. funny. Um, I feel like, in how, like, how do you prepare for like show, like show? Oh no, what I did want to ask because you said something before that made me think of this. But about how long does that relationship last? Like you and the client, like. Like how long can you be talking with someone, find, trying to find them a house, like six months, a year, like how long? That's negotiated. Yeah. I typically like to give myself a lot of wiggle room. 
So I'll say maybe around six months, I'll draw up our brokerage agreement for that amount mm-hmm. of time. Um, it normally doesn't take that long yeah. with the market today, but you know, just in case, you never know like what happens. That's so. dope, that's dope. Um, also, as far as, let's step outside of realty um, real quick. What are some of your like interests outside of that? Like, What do you do to kind of like improve yourself? If anything, hmm. whether that's physically, that's mentally, true. like, you know I what I mean? go to the gym. That's good. I work out. Um, I try to do it every morning. Yeah. At least. Do you have like a days. morning routine? Yeah. 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 I, I Something that I'm starting to notice because I, you know, I aspire to be successful, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of people do. And I, so I listen to like a lot of like successful people, like interviews, podcasts, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And a lot of people have like, Strict morning routines. That that's something that I've just noticed. You know what I'm saying? Successful. I don't necessarily have one. I feel like I'm trying to cultivate one. No, and it's not going to be like that every day either. Um, But I do literally in my room. I have a whiteboard, and I said it says my perfect day. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. starts. What does your perfect day look like? Starts (laughs) off with like meditation. I first wake up, meditate a little bit. Yeah. Um, After that, I'll probably like read something that's going to be inspirational. Um, After that, um, I try to fit yoga in the morning, but that's nice. not always the case. Yeah, I'm big on yoga. I want to start I'm doing yoga. It. I just don't yeah. know when I'm going to start. It's just a matter <laughs> of starting, I feel like other things. It's literally just a matter of starting, does. G. Yeah. YouTube. Just go on YouTube and watch. Oh, yeah. That's what I did. That's, true. that's what I do, too. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but what I will say, what I'll say about that is um, the benefits, like, it's just, it's, it's, it, I, I, I kind of think of yoga and meditation as one in the same mm-hmm. now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. It's like exercising meditation, if that makes any sense. Like, um, but I think I think it's just so valuable as far as like calmness and not I don't know I it just relaxes. I just yeah I I find I found myself to be overall like just more calm and not swayed by the everyday obstacles that like obviously happen in our everyday yeah. lives I'm not like so emotional about exactly. them you know what I'm saying I'm I'm way more level headed now than I've ever been mm-hmm. in my life you know what I'm saying and I, I can directly attribute that to doing yoga on a consistent basis but like I was telling you yesterday I haven't been consistent with it like, I haven't <laughs> <laughs> but I continue into what your um, perfect um, day looks like though. affirmations I think oh, that's okay. probably the most important affirmations mm-hmm. yeah so say your daily affirmations yeah is, is okay. that like a mantra is it the same type of thing? Or? Uh, yeah, okay. I guess you can say that. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, um, I have about language. maybe four that I'll say, yeah. and then I have one that I write down. At least one of them. Or two um, of them? money will come easily and frequently. That's one. Um, another one is is from a book that mm-hmm. I wrote. So I basically say, Wait, a book that you wrote? I'm uh, not wrote. Sorry, read. read okay, yeah, that I'm that. reading. Um, nice. That one is a little personal, but basically you take like your monetary goal. Like for an example, I will make $100,000 by May 15th, 2019. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of explain what you're going to give in return for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it breaks it down a little bit further. I've heard a lot about saying affirmations as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I don't know. I've never, not that I ha- I'm not a believer in it, but I... I don't like when when people say like speak things into existence. You sometimes, have to it yeah, too. yeah. I feel like it's not just speaking just into it; like there's actions towards it. As well. towards right, it you right, know right, what I'm saying? Right. I feel like, but I but I feel like people take that speak it into existence too literally. That's why, yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. If just I, like that. Have you read or watched The Secret? 
Um, no, but I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Heard you can do that. things like take a dollar bill and then change the amount to like a million dollars, or get a bank statement you have, black it out or white it out, and then put what you would like to see in your account. Yeah, yeah. Look at it every day, and then your subconscious will actually start to like believe make, that that's yeah what it believe is. it, and then Bring a way yeah so a way will happen for that to manifest. Straight up, I'm a big believer in kind of like. I guess it's the same thing like visualizing like where you want to be before Vision you're already boards. there and kind of like already believing that that's right, believing that is possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, kind of like, yeah. I kind of like tell myself I kind of got to trick myself into thinking I am. It's not like faking it, you know what I'm saying? But it's also like Fake I believe. It you make it. Yeah, but I also like believe like this is the type of person I see myself being. Exactly. So like I'm kind of already. I heard. I heard Terry Crews say something very interesting. Y'all, y'all know Terry Crews. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I heard Terry Crews say something very interesting. He was saying how like before he started like making real money, he had already convinced himself he was that person. Exactly. So like when he would look at things like, say for example, you know what I'm saying, deciding on something to eat. He's not the type of person that's like making his decision based off of like what's the price of the food. Like I'm gonna get the cheapest thing because I can only afford the cheapest thing. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm gonna get what I want because like I'm in his head. It's like I'm affluent enough to afford whatever it is mm-hmm. I want. You know what I'm saying? And like little mind shits like that is the type of shit I be doing. I it's like that. I'm like I, I can afford whatever it is I want. You know what I'm saying? Like I just like I'll have I have it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm a big believer in that. You mentioned books. I'm I'm a big reader. I honestly, um, what what books have you read over the last like? I guess you can look at any amount of time, but like books that you read that have had a like lasting impact on you. I'll say I'm a badass. I've heard I, of that. Yeah, I listen to the Audible. Yeah, so I'll be in the car and I'll just keep listening. Straight up, to that's it. how I listen to all books. Yeah, um, that's the only way for me. Yeah, I can't read. Really? I got to listen. I, gotta I, feel I can't like my read. attention span is yeah, like, 100%. unless there's something I'm really, really interested in. I'm not just gonna sit there and just sit up in my bed and read. I need to hear it. I think. Yeah, I think for, for sure. me, I need to take notes while I'm reading. So, um, the other one is Think and Grow Rich. That's the one that mm-hmm. I'm like really on right now. Why are you so intrigued about that book? What's- because I believe everything it says because it's just like confirmation as to what I know, but it's like I'm reading it. So then it's just like, you know, yeah, like telling once me read- the same it, thing it's again. like reassuring. Yeah. Like reassuring like I'm on the right path. Exactly. I love that, dog. I love when I read a book and it's kind of like just reaffirming the thoughts that I already have. You know what I mean? I love um, that book. That's how I feel about 48 Laws of Power, to be honest. Yeah. Like, that's an audio book that I listen to. Like, I feel like it just reaffirms a bunch of shit that I, I wouldn't say that I already know, but it just reminds me yeah. of things that I need to do and yeah. things that I should know and, and how I, I should like be like. Life is just about, like, consistency. So, exactly. if you know, and some something that I think about about life is, like, we're living, but we never really know if what we're doing is the right That's thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just feels <laughs> like, like it is. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I, like, I, I wish I could just, like, just get a vision from so like what's two that, weeks ahead of like, so what okay, do you that think was that, the right move. What does that sign look like for you guys? Is it like money? Is it a certain feeling? Is it being able to take care of no, your family? No, I, 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 I wish I could get like, I wish like God could be like, yeah, Mech, like do this and this is what's going to happen. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, unless you could just tell me that. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's what, that's the sign. I, I just want to know like, because like I do a lot of things just through like, if it feels right, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like if it feels like the right decision, then I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I, I whether it's self doubt or like insecurity, I'm always like, I don't know, like I don't know, and I just want to know. You know what I'm saying? You just ask, ask for a sign. Yeah. Literally last week, I was so overwhelmed. I don't even know why I was overwhelmed. 
I do know why I was overwhelmed. I just thought about it. Um, and I'm just riding in my car. I'm like, God, please just give me a sign. Tell me to keep going, move forward. And my Gma, she lives in Connecticut. And we don't talk as often, but she randomly calls me. Mm-hmm. And then I pick up and she literally said the exact words I just asked for. No way. Damn. Swear to God, that's happened to me twice in my life. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had signs like, that happen like, like when that. it's like yeah, clear as day. For a sign. I, I, I want that to happen to you. Or maybe it's ha- maybe you maybe you had all these signs. Like, you literally asked yeah, for. Yeah, like I said, oh, I was I talking to myself. Well, not to myself. Yeah, but yeah, I was talking yeah. to God in the car, and I'm yeah. like, "Tell me, like, what do I?" And she literally reassured me everything. Yeah. It was so crazy to me. Yeah, that's the, very interesting. The only time that that's happened to me before is when. um I'm a single mom, by mm-hmm. the way. So I was going through like a, a struggle, financially struggling um, stage in my life. And like, I think it's when I start developing my um, my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And I was going to two churches and I was there on a Wednesday night. I believe it was Trinity Chapel. And I'm there, I'm praying. And this random lady comes to me and she's like, you have any children? And then I'm like, yeah, I have a daughter. And she's like, okay. She was like, are you working right now? And I was like, no. And she's like, meet me after church. And I'm like, okay. So I find her after church mm-hmm. and um, she's like, what's your name? So I told her my name. And then she's like, turnt kind of. And she's like, yeah, I don't know why. God just told me to do this for you. And like, she's literally writing out a check for the Damn. amount of money that I needed for the rest of my rent. Wow. Yeah, it was just like, I, I couldn't do nothing but cry. I was like, that's oh my incredible. God. Like yeah, when yeah. did like how like when did that happen? Like how long ago did that happen? Probably about six years ago. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I, I was in my early twenties. Yeah, I feel like yeah, like I said, I've never really noticed any. Or maybe kind you of have. Like sign. You probably just haven't noticed. No, it. Yeah, yeah, you probably haven't really thought about it yeah. or realized that mm-hmm. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something because something that I do like attribute to myself is that I'm the type of person that. I don't need to have like all the ducks in a row for me to like take a leap out on faith. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like if I that's that's how like I with opportunities, <laughs> like if an opportunity comes about, like I don't have to have all the information. I'm like if it's within like the types of things that I'm trying to mm-hmm. do and trying to accomplish in my life, I'll do it and then kind of just like see what happens. But that's kind of what I was saying, where it's like I'm always like thinking like, well, is this what I should be doing? Yeah. I, I never know. It's just like I kind of like go with I would it, do you know I would saying? go with how I feel yeah. if this um, yeah, go feels ahead. right type of thing yeah you, know? you mentioned kind of like developing like a relationship with God is that mm-hmm. something that you've done like since you've been adult or like did you have that before or like what do you what did it's, you mean by that you know like when you're I was always in the church mm-hmm. like my mom would take me to church but it's like when you're little, you really, well, for me, I didn't really understand what was happening. Yeah, you just you know, you just going, right? <laughs> straight up, straight up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> straight up, just going with the I used to hate flow. going to church, man. I can't lie. I used to laugh. But now that I'm older, I feel like, even though, like, my beliefs aren't, I had to Your belief is strong time, still. But yeah, no, even though, like, my belief as far as, like, church and shit has changed as mm-hmm. I got older, I feel like now that I'm older, if I did go to church, um, I would take something different from it just because I've gone through a lot of shit. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I so, I can, I can but I do it. remember being in church like, why am I here getting headaches, people running all up in the, you know how black churches are, yeah. people running all up and down the, the line aisle. and shit, yeah. down the aisle and shit. It was crazy, man. 
What's wild yeah. is I went to, I grew up like in a white church. For real? Like just be, not like in a white church, but yeah. like my neighborhood was like white. So mm-hmm. like there was just a lot of white people that went to my yeah, church. Okay. So there was nothing like that. Like wow. the type of thing you see on TV was not, not like that in my church. I, I mean, also like when I like went, that. like, you know what I'm saying? When I go back to Nigeria, my family's from Nigeria. Oh, so really? when I, yeah. So when I go there, mm-hmm. churches, like churches, literally like six hours long. You know what I'm saying? Like long as hell. Like, you know what's so funny? So right now it's like what? It's like February 1st So like New Year's was recently Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking to my cousin Just like the other week About how in Nigeria? Yeah, okay. no, I was talking to her here, but I I went to Nigeria for her wedding. She got married like that, the, like a couple of days after Christmas. So mm-hmm. like from like Christmas to like New Year's, I was there. New Year's, I was I was there. I was in Nigeria for like four days, probably. You know what I'm saying? I went to three different church services, dog. Like yeah. it didn't make any. I was like, <laughs> dog, like every day there's church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like like tight. every day. I, I was like, what? Like I was like, dog, every day there's church. But yeah, man, I've always just been a. I I just yeah. What I was the point I was trying to make is that my church was like real, like one hour. You know like, what I'm saying? There's no like crazy shenanigans yeah. going on. It was like you're in, you're out. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? I didn't. I didn't grow up in that like four or five That's hour funny. church setting. Did you? Like, when I lived in your, Connecticut, yeah. yeah, my GMOS church was long. Like it was that. like a black church. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, Trinity was more like a mixed church. Yeah. It's in like the um, Powder Springs. Yeah. It was more of a mixed church. Uh, the church that I often on go to now um, is Word of Faith, mm-hmm. and that's I'll say it's a pro- predominantly black church. Yeah. But it's nothing like my GMOS church. <laughs> what would you say, like, strengthened? Or I, mean, I don't know if there was, like, an instant or just, like, a moment in your life, like, a, another type epiphany type thing. But, like, what was it that, like, made you kind of, like, reevaluate your relationship or just, like, strengthen it? Or um, was there was there something in particular? Yeah, um, I kind of went through a lot when I was younger. And it was one of those things where you kind of fill a void with things that, you don't need to fill your void with. And then you're like, well, what is it? What do I need to do differently? Like, why do I feel this way? And for me, it was like, well, I don't have a real relationship with God. And I feel like that's what I was missing at the time. So I would do things. I mean, nobody's perfect. No, I'm not holier than thou or nothing like that. But I try to do a lot of things, you know, the right way if yeah. I if I can help it. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. Yeah. Tim, I got a question for you. What's up? Um as far as I know I don't know if you ever thought about this, but have you ever thought about like real estate videography? Of this course, because like course. this is something I've kind of wanted. This is something that I've first of literally, all, we're, we're supposed to be linking up forever. Yeah, that's, and that's, and that's, what was, that's what I was going Listen, to get into. Like, me. where's the real know. estate it content? Not, niggas not, could do a niggas could do like a love it or list it type of. You know what I'm saying? Now, like, even beyond that, like that's a good idea. I'm talking about I'm talking about reality TV type shit. That would be not even just on some like this is the love it or list it. But I'm talking about like. TV show, like you know what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying like what, like what, are, what are your thoughts on like how you can incorporate like content creation in the real re- real estate world? For me, it would be like um, promotion or marketing, yeah. like right now, um, which is big in this day and age. Right, with all of of the social media, it's literally the key. Exactly. <laughs> it's literally, content the key. is king. If even if it's not my listing 
find a house that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay, talk to that listing agent, make sure it's okay with them. And basically, who wouldn't want free marketing? Like, they don't have to pay anything. Straight up. You know, so it would be me and, you know, Tim working out that part of the of the deal and then he'll just come in and shoot mm-hmm. or if it's just me reenacting something or at a buyer's consult consultation or something like that yeah mm-hmm. so i think that'll be pretty dope like yeah. that's what actually you, where i'm trying to take yeah things yeah next. so i was gonna say like are you into the um those like shows like those re- real estate shows my favorite is fixer upper fixer upper <laughs> i got put onto that show recently because my, my sister favorite. she recently bought a house mm-hmm. and when she was living with me like that's all they would like oh, just have the home shop or the uh, HGN or is that HG, HGTV HGTV yeah we would just have that on so I would like you know just in passing get hip to all those types of shows what what do you love about Fixer, Fixer Rupper I love how well first I feel like I'm a Joanna okay, okay. and I love how she just for the people listening I am lost as shit like, I don't know who Joanna is but okay <laughs> okay so okay she comes in she'll probably see something that doesn't look beautiful to someone else mm-hmm. but she has this vision and she's like this boom we're gonna put this there we're we're gonna knock that wall down. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put wood planks up here. You know, those you got type that type of, of eye. Do you have yes. that type of eye? Okay. Yeah. So that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we need I to just, get a whole like. You we know, need to get a fixer upper type show going. Exactly. On. Yeah. Just turning something that someone probably can't see as beautiful, and then turn it to something that is amazing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But um, going back to the question I asked you, Tim, like, how would you envision? real estate content like do you have ideas on stuff like that i mean i do but to really bring my ideas to life i don't want to hold myself back by saying this i really feel like i need a drone because i feel like and the only reason i say that is because bird's eye view bird's eye view and like the properties that i want to deal with are like huge properties properties, and i feel like you need a drone shot for huge properties but as far as like just starting out i mean my vision is just to I guess bring real estate to a demographic that doesn't know much about real estate or yeah. to bring it to like the to the eyes of like the um, up and coming, I guess, millennials to say, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And social media is the perfect place to do that. So I feel like there's a, a need for video for anything. So why not yeah. real estate? But you know I feel saying? like people and Natasha, like, let me know, like, what you think about this? I feel like people would rather see what the inside looks like than the outside. Yes or no? Cause like I feel like you have to get it, like yeah, you want the you want that like that overhead shot, that bird's Mm -hmm. eye view shot. But I feel like as far as like um, for you know selling purposes, for marketing purposes, Mm -hmm. I feel like if you can be creative with how you show the inside, wouldn't that have more? um, It's funny you say that because you have some people that'll put a listing up Mm -hmm. and not show the backyard, or well, yeah, well, or things like that are missing inside the house, like they won't show a bathroom. And some of those things are very important. It depends on your client. You have a client with children, they want a nice backyard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of disappointing when you go there and there's like no backyard, but everything yeah. else is straight up. And you weren't expecting this right. no backyard. But as far as like you needing a drone, it's you could work around that, honestly. I agree. However, I agree. you know, people like selling that is basically making it look good. So a listing, like comparing a listing that does have all of those views of the house might draw more people to it because it's you know, appealing to the eye. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, right. wow. And I feel like you that's know? partly like my job to make it appealing as well because, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, most realtors, they don't want to like 
pay the videographer to do it because if you go to like some of these spots they're like just doing it with their phone they can just yeah. walk through with their phone so I feel like if I am going to do it for somebody it's going to be somebody I fuck with whereas though I don't care about the money I care about helping them bring their vision more so to life so that's one of the main things have y'all been as seeing well. these jumps where like you're looking at I've seen this on like apartments, like mm-hmm. for apartments. The 360 joint? Yo, yeah. when you're like, hard. you'll tap and then yeah, it'll yeah, walk fine. you through the fucking hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. That shit is crazy to yeah. me. Like, how do you have any. I think there's a specific like, camera you done? need for that. How you think is so? That being done? Yeah, you need a 360 camera, actually. Mm. Yeah, like, I don't know if you. I mean, I could pull it up. Yeah, that's very camera. interesting. But, like, to go back to that, don't <laughs> let that hold you back at all. The, the drone. I feel thing. you because yeah. it's kind of just like real estate. Like, as far as. Okay, you may not close on, you know, 10 properties a month, but you might get that one closure mm-hmm. that will help you eat for the next four oh, yeah, months. Oh, you know yeah, 100%. What I mean? uh-huh. And that's one of the big things I like about real estate. I feel like in the next three years, I'll say I'm going to start getting into real estate just because I have people in my corner that I know will help me, like my brother, like her, like one of my other homies named um, Alex, he'll help me out as well. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I need to I mean, master my craft first. Me. You say, but to me, uh, with, uh, with him tomorrow? Alex, True, yeah. what are y'all doing? Um, so he has someone that's doing the same thing, the, mm. but he's he's doing it for free, like marketing, mm. and um, he's basically just shooting houses. Oh damn, that's super dope! I fuck around and link up with y'all too, for real. Yeah. Are you? Do you know anything about like real estate investing and stuff like that? Kind of and yeah. kind of not. Um, I have two people that do wholesaling. I was gonna. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was gonna ask about that as well. Yeah. Wholesaling. Um, how do you feel about people who do wholesale? Do you feel like it's kind of like, do you feel like they should go through the entire like real estate process? Do you feel like they're skipping skipping the line because they're benefiting? Well, I guess I guess the real estate agent and the person that's helping you wholesale, you both are eating, so it really doesn't matter. You can build a relationship with someone that's doing wholesaling, mm-hmm. um, but I think for them, it's a different type of ball game and a different type of work because okay. they're looking out, they're looking for deals. There right. aren't that many okay, deals right okay. here. So gotcha. one of the that wholesalers I work with, he's literally knocking on people's doors. Oh, he's door to door in it. Damn. Yeah, for houses that aren't even for sale. Oh, like he's like, hey, houses and shit like that. Yeah, that or if they look like oh, they you're saying work. like just any. Yeah, oh, okay, hey, okay. do you want to sell your crazy. house? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's like somebody's gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> like, pack their shit up. Might though. That's wild. Like but, yes. you might knock on somebody's door that had the intentions on selling. They the were property. thinking about right. it. Just but that's waiting on waiting on opportunity to come. You got some balls in that. He he was looking at a house with a whole bunch of squatters in it too. Oh, people that oh, that's crazy because that's big in Georgia. Like squatter, you know what squatter is? What is that? So basically, if a house has an unclear title, which means there's not a real owner, no one really knows, and people go openly, um, continuously for a certain amount of years, then they could actually just live in that house. But they'll go and like sleep in the house, just stay there. Yeah. Yeah. And if they do it, you know, by law, it's like certain things they have to do, then they have squatters rights. So you can't really kick them out. Like, so it becomes their house process. Yeah. And it's not owned by anybody. It's like no clear title. So how does one obtain that house? Is that if, what you were saying? Like something like he's trying to. I thought after a while yeah. you did like if you get caught or something like that, yeah, you, you would have to go have through to, a whole. Yeah, process, like it's a whole yeah, process like, of getting it, but shit, it's people out here squatting for years. <laughs> like dead <laughs> ass. Like yeah. I was tripping when I found out about that. I thought it. I thought somebody was joking. And yeah, I did my research. Yeah, and I'm no, like, this that's is a, a that's real a Georgia thing. thing. That's like a that's Georgia. a everywhere thing. Oh really? <laughs> and I saw something where people would like. Okay, say for instance, like you got like a rich, I don't want to say white couple, you got a rich family yeah. and they have their bi-coastal. Maybe they have a house in California and then a house here. People will pretty much like prey on 
your house if you like if you're not there. when you're not, you're not there, there yeah you might go live in cali for the summer yeah the whole time you're in cali you got a whole fucking family in your no house no way yeah that's crazy that's i wild. mean i know alarm systems and shit are in place for that but yeah it's people out here getting away with it like yeah I that's why when i did my research either yeah so that's know. wild um <clears throat> Uh, question I like to ask this is like off the wall I'm just gonna start asking like rapid fire some of the rapid fire questions I have Um, what do you think your superpower is like what do you think you're something that you do well that like damn is this what I missed out on another interview no 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 that you kind of stake your claim at like like, what's something that you know what I mean like what's your superpower I don't know yeah this question was meant for if you want to buy some time if you want to buy some time (laughs) Tim can answer that question first my superpower I think I don't know damn you put me on the spot too yeah fuck my superpower, I don't know. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm good at bringing people together, but I, mm. I don't. I don't want to say that's my superpower. I don't okay. want to say that's my superpower. What do you want to say? You already I don't said know. it. Yeah, right? <laughs> give me some time. What's your superpower, <laughs> nigga? Okay, I know. I'll, I'll say this. Okay, um, I think my superpower is that I have consist the the thing that's been consistent in my life is that I've always been able to like figure out things how to do things that I'm like really interested in. Okay. Like if I, like I figured out how to do all of this, you know what I'm saying? Facts, I figured, facts. but I had no like formal training. I figured out how to do like just a bunch of things. Like I, like what I do um, like nine to five wise is mm-hmm. I run my family's company, but like I really like run it. Like I really do like all the logistics, all the, um, growth things all the like daily maintenance like day-to-day things what type of business is um it? it's home health care okay completely different from like anything that i know <laughs> but i figured like I, I figured it out and i'm continuing to figure it out you know what i'm saying yeah and yeah i think that's just like my ability to uh um kind of just you know like figure things out and not like yeah figure things out and like get to a certain level of like good at things that uh most people wouldn't bother to like figure out if I had to pick something I'm sure there's other things but that's the first thing that comes to mind alright I'll go I feel like I feel like my superpower I would say is um just helping people have confidence in themselves. yeah like giving people the ability to want to take a chance like you do that a lot as a shooter I feel like that and I just feel like I take a lot of chances in my life so I feel like people rub off I feel like that rubs off on people so maybe my superpower is having the ability having the ability to rub off on people I'll go with that I think I have two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you went from none to two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking yeah, about time like, to what think. Am I good yeah, at? go ahead. Um, I think one of my superpowers, I have a really kindred spirit. Um, I have a super big heart. Like people could probably do the worst thing to me, but I'll still forgive them. Yeah. I'll still love them like they never did anything to me. Cause I hear that a lot, like, why are you even, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the second thing. Lately, I've noticed like I'm like sprinkling positivity on people. Nice. Because there's people that I'm around that might be down or speaking negative, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, don't put that energy. Yeah, out I'm a big believer. You put in that out there, it's energy. gonna come right back to you. I really, I'm, I'm a big believer in protecting that of myself. Like mm-hmm. when people come to me on some negative stuff, I really like to stop them where they are. Right. Like, yeah, like, like no. I don't even want to hear. Like, I don't even want to hear the gossip. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't even like. I'm really trying to like block people from bringing that into my arena now mm-hmm. too. But I think those are two perfectly good um, superpowers right there. I think it's really important to protect your own energy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, another rapid fire question I have is: Are do y'all watch TV? Y'all have y'all part. have shows that y'all like? Yeah. Okay. And if you can think of like any TV show, whether it's TV show, movie, 
book character or whatever like what's a character that you like really resonate with that you like that somebody that really you really feel i will start off this one too because i have to, i already got <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, i don't know i think and i know it's gonna sound crazy but i think i really resonate with tony soprano from the sopranos and okay. it's not because he it's not because of the mob <laughs> boss thing wow. but if you've ever watched the show um the show really breaks down like it really follows him as a character so like it mm-hmm. shows like his family life it shows like Obviously, he's a mob boss, so it shows like a lot of that type of stuff. But the thing that I think resonates with me is that show is really centered around like the relationship between him and his therapist. So like he'll like reveal a lot of things to her that like he just can't reveal to anyone else Mm -hmm. or whatever. And just the whole fact that he's seeing a therapist is just completely like crazy for a mob boss. You're not supposed to talk about that type of shit to anyone. So like the types of stuff that he reveals in that show, as far as like the relation, like his relationship with his mom, who like is also part of the family. So it's like, he has to treat it with a certain level of respect, but she's also his mom. So like she gets on his nerves the same way a mother would, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then he also like, I don't know. I just like as a character, there's just so many things like around his like the human side of him that I just feel like, you know, what I'm saying like I work like in my family's business. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm saying like my mom is like a like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Colleague, I guess. Colleague. I wouldn't say coworker, but colleague colleague of mine. But she's Mm -hmm. also my mother. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Yeah. So like it's very interesting. And then also the relationship that I have with a lot of my friends, because like I've employed a lot of my friends too for my mom's business. You know what I'm saying? And for when I'm doing like video stuff, I really look to my friends to help me out. So. Um, the relationship that I have with my friends are also some of the it's I feel the connection you know what I'm saying so like he's a character that I really resonate with is there any like TV characters that y'all feel like y'all resonate with um I don't know just off the hip yeah I would say I don't I don't know his um I don't know what his, I can't think of what his name is on the show but uh Childish Gambino on ATL oh, oh yeah gosh, uh, what's his name that's what's his name? Oh, why so can't real. I think of his name I don't know what his name is on the show because that shit comes on yeah, it comes like once, like once every, once two, every years. two years, so you forget. <laughs> yeah. But it's I mean, I don't take everything from him, yeah. but I just, I just feel like his earn. Isn't it earn? Even if you said it, I probably I think it's right now. <laughs> That's the it crazy part. Like I think it's, it's close. But I mean, I just, I just like his character because he, he goes through so much like adversity, and he goes through so many ups and, ups downs, and downs as far yeah. as trying to. Well, not even as, not even as much as him getting Paperboy or Doughboy. What's his name? Paperboy. 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 Yeah. Getting his business off the ground, but just as far as. Uh, what he goes through throughout the city and how he overcomes those adversities. Like, Straight I feel up. like at the end of every episode, he always comes out on top, no matter what happened during that episode. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just because I can't think of anything else. No, that's actually that. a really good one. That's actually a really good one. Yeah. What about you? Vanessa. No, <laughs> that was, that's, the, that's the girl in that show. I was thinking about yeah. <laughs> You can't say the same. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it might just because it's like my favorite show, but Grey's Anatomy, you guys watch that? I know the show. <laughs> I know the, I know show, the show, but but t- explain. Meredith, yeah. okay. she's like the, I, I don't want to say main character, but it has focused on her um, throughout the entirety of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's gone through a lot and still she's still there like holding on strong. Yeah. Like she's been through like a plane crash um, she found out who her dad was and he was like underneath her the whole time wow. after her mom died. Um, her husband died wow. and she was left with the children. 
Like and that's then crazy. Yeah, I didn't know this show got that deep. Yeah, right? And she's like an awesome. Yeah. Oh, and she has um like two sisters that she finds out about later on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, she's she goes through a lot, but still she doesn't let anything tear her down. Yeah. So that's I really very interesting. Yeah, I really like. I'm gonna have to go uh, read up on her character straight up. People in my family watch that show. Yeah, everybody. No, Grey's Anatomy is huge. Everybody just loves like, that uh, show. What's the other show? Uh, not Scandal, but um, uh, the other jump. How to get away with murder? Oh, yeah. Everybody is in on that. I'm like, man, I gotta dive in sooner or later. Sometimes I get intimidated, like. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to just know the gist of it now, right? So right, to go right. back before you get to watch episode every, one, just yeah. seems like daunting. You have to watch uh, season one yeah, to, understand to understand everything, everything that comes yeah. after. Because it's makes like sense. so much that happens. Yeah, that makes sense. And Grey's Anatomy it's like one of the most longest running shows like out right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that show's crazy. It is. Yeah, um, yeah, man, we we definitely got to start wrapping up because our time is coming to an end i really appreciate both of y'all for um you know what i'm saying taking time out to do this um the last question i'll ask i always give people an opportunity to kind of like you know state their claim here so i want to ask you like what is something that you would leave people with and you can talk to any audience whether it's like realist potential real estate clients whether it's like people who want to be like you <laughs> you know what i'm saying what yeah, are, you know what i'm really. saying not straight up some for because like i think what you were able to do as far as like making the decision to like leave one career and go to another that you felt was right. Mm-hmm. I've done it. So I know like how difficult it, not just for you to do it yourself, but how difficult it is for other people to even realize mm-hmm. that that is possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause so many people don't even like believe that they exactly. can do that. And it's really not as big of a deal as people right. believe in their like build up in their head that it mm-hmm. is. But yes, um, what, like whatever. That's, that's basically final words, it. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like if there's something that you're good at and it's something you have a passion for, don't get stuck with a nine to five just because it pays the bills. Like there's always going to be a way. Uber, if you need to, you can you can control your schedule doing that. Uber and Lyft. My friend uh, I met with this morning and he has a good job, but wanted wanted to make extra money. He made like one hundred and sixteen dollars in three hours this morning. Mm -hmm. Started at five a.m. Like. There's always going to be a way and God is not going to put you in a position where you can't handle it. And I feel like people are just too scared to really just follow their dreams. Straight up. But life is That's too real. short. Scared, too scared. Like, I don't want to be, you Straight know, up. older in my older age and can't really say that I have regrets or I wish I would have did this or yeah, did that. Yeah, straight up. Because it's like the end of the day, if this didn't work, I can get another you know, job. And at least you know you tried it. Like, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you tried it and it didn't work. You know exactly. what I'm saying? You know, there's no like thoughts in your head of like well if i would have did it it would have worked exactly you know you know what i'm saying like you did it and either it did or it didn't and then on top of that surround yourself with like-minded people and that people are going to elevate you either y'all on the same level or they're on a higher level than you so that you can elevate and see how they maneuver and then you know straight up straight up that way as well um tim what about you you got any uh final departing words man my only words i would say I mean, it may say, it may sound cliche, but I would, I would, I would really recommend that everybody just, you know, what I'm saying, stick to your lane, uh, stick to what you know. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to jump in the water. Niggas already know. I always yeah. jump in the water, like you know. <laughs> straight I've known up, for yeah, years. Like, I've always tried new things. I've always advocated people to try new things. So just believe in yourself. That's what I'm gonna leave everybody. Exactly. Yeah, I think the important thing about trying new things, dog, is that 
we all have you always hear people say like we all have a talent we all have something mm-hmm. that like we can they can be our gift to yeah. the world you know what i'm saying and i think kind of like you said it, it sounds cliche because you always hear the people who have made it tell you that mm-hmm. so like when you when you and hear it from them so it's easy. like well you made it like right. of course you right. found your thing mm-hmm. but I, what i can honestly say about that about trying new things is that Unless you try things, you won't know what exactly. that thing is, dog. I would not like if people would have told me I would have been nice with the camera. I would never have a believed yeah, them. Right. It wasn't until know. I picked Facts. one up and just like started doing it that people were even able to see that I was decent. I was like trying to be a whole nother thing for the first twenty five years of my life. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like yeah, I'm a big believer in just like trying shit because you don't know until you know. You know what I'm saying? Um, and lastly, lastly, uh, before we go, um, Natasha, please let people know like where they can find you if they want to like. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Say what's up if they want some like tips or whatever. Like, where can people hit you up yes. on the internet? So, I would say, and I do reply to DMs pretty quickly. It's okay. attached to my phone. Um, I'm on Instagram at Row the Realtor, and Row is spelled R O W E, the Realtor. I'm also on Facebook under Natasha Row or Row the Realtor as well. Nice, nice. Um, Tim, you want to drop your handles? For sure. So like everything everything is we the fifth. Yeah, that's it. You said what? Everything is we the fifth. Oh, yeah. E T H E five T H. Yeah. Hit me up, man. Yeah, so man. I appreciate say. both of y'all for coming through. This was fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. This appreciate was fun. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's do this again. Before we go, yeah, I'm about to say before we go, because you were nervous. Like, let's just put that out there. You were nervous. No, but how, how do you feel now that it's like done? How do you feel? I feel good because good. it is just holding a conversation. But like mentally, I'm like, interview, uh, mm-hmm. it's gone. <laughs> like getting a job somewhere. Yeah, I'm like, I'm yeah, nervous. Straight up, straight you know what I think the difference between this one and our other ones? I think we were drinking the other ones. Not that we can't do a podcast without mm-hmm. drinking, but yeah. I, you know, when we drink, people just loosen, loosen up. Yeah, yeah, straight up, straight up. Yeah, yeah, straight you know up. I mean, I feel like it was good that we did the entire day without any type of drinks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just to, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was dope. <laughs> she said, professional. <laughs> All right, y'all. I appreciate y'all again, man. What's good, folks? This is Mech again. Uh, before we go, I just want to thank you again for listening to um, this episode of This A Podcast. If you enjoyed it, Please let me know. Hit me up on any of the social media channels at itsnation.com. That's at itsnation.com, D-O-T-C-O-M spelled out. Hit me up there. Let me know how you felt about this. If anything in this episode resonated with you, definitely save it. Listen to it again. Um, I do that with podcasts all the time. Share this. You know what I'm saying? Let your Let your homies know about it. Again, check out everything that we got on itsnation.com. And we really got a talented team putting dope content together on there. And again, if you are interested in getting your podcast off the ground or uh, chopping it up about podcast ideas, you know what I'm saying? You want your voice to be heard, anything like that, hit me up. Uh, this uh, podcast at gmail.com. That's this a podcast at gmail.com. And we can definitely rap about it. Uh, But again, man, thanks. I appreciate you guys for fucking with the brand.